Have you ever sat around a campfire while someone was telling a story? Then you close your eyes, and then you place yourself there. You really begin to feel and hear everything. Now picture yourself in a dark swamp in the summer of 1988. This is the story of the lizard man. And I'm your host, Andrew Whitaker, and today we are talking about a series of events involving a seven-foot creature with scaly skin and bright red eyes. The first person I talked to is named Robert Howell, who grew up nearby the small town of Bishopville. Known for his illustrations and t-shirts around the Legend Man, he became obsessed with this local legend. It was 19... It was 1988, summer of 1988, and uh, my grandfather called me on the phone and asked me if I had heard about the lizard man. And I said, no, what are you talking about? Uh, My granddad knew I always had an interest in Bigfoot and Sasquatches and anything like that. So he called me and asked me about it, and I'm like, no. So I went and got a newspaper and looked, and there it was in the newspaper that some kid had been chased by something in the swamp over in Bishopville and it jumped on his car and it, it, it was all over the news. Chris Davis, he was what, 16, 17? And he was coming home from work probably wee hours of the morning, we're talking 1 or 2 a.m. And he was coming from the direction of Camden, coming down the road that goes through Skateboard Swamp. He was not actually at the bridge yet. He was, well, there's a small bridge over the Skateboard Swamp, but there's an overpass before you get there. He had just passed Elmore's Butterbean Shed, coming up on the bridge, and he had a flat tire. And so he pulled over to change the tire. And it's 2 o'clock in the morning, so I'm sure it's scary out there. And uh, he's sitting there changing the tire, and he's just about done, from what I understand, and getting ready to shut the trunk. And he looks up, and he sees something running towards him across the field, you know, in the dark. I mean, he could make it out because I I believe the moon was full that night. Anyway, he sees this thing coming towards him, and he looks at it for a minute, and then the closer it got to him, he realized that's not a person you know so and it was coming straight at him so he of course panicked and uh jumps in the car and shuts the door and by the time he jumps in the car this thing's on him and it uh kind of grabs the side of the car he he claims that he looks up he saw a three-clawed hand over his front windshield come he saw it come down and he said that whatever it was had red eyes, that he could see the eyes glowing. Um, I don't know if he said he actually saw them or if he saw them in his rearview mirror, but he claimed to see red eyes. He said the skin was wet. And he described it as scaly looking. You know, he said it was dark and wet and scaly looking because um, it was clamped right on the side of the car. And bear in mind it was dark and, you know, but he that he sped off and this thing kept up with him or hung on to the car until he really got up to about 40 miles per hour and finally it let go 
finding out more about the Lizard Man, a colleague of mine named Thad Moore helped with the reporting on this story. Chris Davis didn't come forward with his story right away. He was worried at first that he'd be made fun of, and he didn't think that people would believe him. But then something else happened in Bishopville. There was a couple who lived near the edge of Skateboard Swamp, and one morning they went out to their car and saw that it was badly damaged. The hood was scratched up, the chrome molding and the hood ornament were torn off, and the antenna was bent. They weren't sure what could have done it, and they called the police to check it out. That started an official investigation into what was going on, and as the cops asked around, they heard more stories about strange encounters, including Chris Davis's. But other people also came forward. There was a man who said he'd seen a creature while he was getting water from a nearby artesian well. There was a crop duster pilot who saw something cross in front of him as his plane was taking off. Part of the reason that the Lizard Man story blew up, and part of the reason why it's still an important part of South Carolina's folklore, is that the cops took it seriously. Lee County Sheriff at the time was a man named Liston Truesdale. He didn't write off the story because he figured people were scared for a reason. Whatever was out there, he believed that they'd seen something. So there's a lot that people don't agree on about the Lizard Man, like what it was or whether it's real. But there's pretty good consensus that Chris Davis was telling the truth. Several people have told me that Chris wasn't the type to make something up. Actually, in the process of reporting this story, I spoke briefly with one of Chris's aunts who said it took him hours to calm down. She remembers how scared and shaken up he was. He might not have seen an actual lizard man, but he saw something out there. So back in June, we were in Bishopville, and we were trying to learn about these other sightings. And we went to the library, local library, to, to see what we could learn from newspaper archives and yearbooks and anything else that we could find. And while we're there, we meet a local uh, volunteer archivist. Her name's Dot Smith. And we're looking through newspaper clippings, reading about how, how people were talking about the Lizard Man. And, and one of the things that you pick up on, on pretty quickly is that the story became really big, really fast. And while we're looking through them, Dot sort of just makes a comment. She says, I'm going to tell you a story that you're not going to believe, but it's true, or something like that. And then she says, in 1988, she and her her son and her daughter, they had gone to the UK uh, and to Scotland just on a vacation. They went to, to London and saw the sights. And while they're over, over there, they, they're in Scotland, and they went to Loch Ness and wanted to see if they could see the Loch Ness monster. After a day of looking for Nessie, they, they're back at their hotel, and they turn on the TV. And there on the news in Scotland is a, a little item about how there's this lizard man in Lee County, back, back where they're from. And her son says, after a day of looking for Nessie, he wants to go home because it's time to look for the lizard man. And that's it for this episode with your hosts, Andrew Whitaker and Thad Moore. Don't forget to check out Chapter 2, The Lizard Man Goes National. This podcast is brought to you by Understand South Carolina and The Post and Courier. Music for today's episode is brought to you by artist Me You, song titled Suspicious.